Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's exciting, isn't it? 2024. We made it. It is now Together the... Together we made it. Sorry. We made it even though we had our bags up against the wall. 6th, 7th, 8th. Today is the 8th as this goes out and I question whether it's too late to be saying Happy New Year. Never. Hey, when did, When's the cut off for that? Like, When do you stop saying Happy New 31st Year? 31st of December. Because in my... Uh, no. Bit late then, Stop that. Bit late. It's like it's I, a new year now. Like, I will go as far to say as I say to people when I've obviously not spoken to them since the new year, but at what point is it just that little bit too late? Uh, well, I think the thing is, you see certain people, uh, like, at specific events, don't you? It's like work. So, like, if your first day back's Monday, it doesn't really matter when that Monday is, you're going to say it. Like, if you have, like, gym pals. I know, but what if you've not seen someone in, like, a couple of weeks and then you see them, like, mid-January? Do you still say Happy New Year? I'm questioning whether I really like that person or not, if it's taken me a couple of weeks to see him. <laughs> no, I'm serious, no. I, I, I think I would still say it, yeah. Would you? Yeah, genuinely, I suppose yeah. maybe you might have messaged them. Yeah, like, if I bumped in, like, if I, I don't know, if I go out with a, a large for a drink in a couple of weeks, I'd probably say it, even though I've already said it by a message. Would you? Yeah, I'm so not? sorry, I just yawned. Yeah, I think I'd say it, yeah. I think it's only further to, like, just throw it in there as a nice courteous... Courteous, courteous, courteous when you're seeing them, isn't it? Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think I would. I think a couple of weeks. Not February. Not February, yeah. Okay, there we go. Nothing to do with New Year, but because that's my birthday month and that's what that month's about. It's not about New Year, it's about you. It's about Bill. 9th (laughs) February. That's a good point. I've not thought about your birthday yet. You say that every January. I don't blame you, though. It's been a busy time. I know, but it's Christmas, so I think about that, and then I get to January and I'm like, oh, Phil's birthday is like literally in a month, and I've not even thought about it yet. I mean, it's fine, but. Start thinking about it. Thank you. I'm expecting the best present you ever bought me. Can you... Podcast listeners are going to know how good this Christmas present is for you that I organised. Oh, Jen smashed it. I I went above and beyond this year. I pooled everybody, all the family's money to get Phil the best present he's ever received. Is that okay. correct? Uh, yeah, that goes as far as saying that. Other than obviously meeting you. That's probably the best nah. present I've ever received. And obviously the twins. And I think I did better than on your 30th. Uh, I mean, it was different on my 30th if it was in lockdown. Not really much you could do. You could have bought this, I suppose, yeah. I got you a blooming bike. Yeah, no, that was unbelievable present. You do well. I'm Thank not going to lie. I mean, I do well. Present yeah, I do well, yeah. I think you've uh, you smashed it out of the park. But yeah, you can't you, it is. Jen got me uh, my very own coffee machine. Yeah. And it's like it's like when a kid gets a PS4 or an Xbox. Yeah. I've just been playing on it every day. You've been day. playing with these coffee machines. I've had a lot of coffees. Yeah. I've got a new coach and I started filling in my food diary and I put in three coffees the other day and I was like... Don't usually drink this amount of coffee. Phil's just got a new coffee machine and he's playing around with it. Yep, that is me. I absolutely. I actually asked you the other day. I was like, Jen, you know, because the tunes are quiet. Can I just go and play with my coffee machine? Let's <laughs> go and just go and have a play. So, if anybody would like a really great coffee, because I've I've got to give it to you, Phil. You, the coffees are absolutely sensational. Um, and anyone who knows us with our Costa habit, mm. um, we don't need that Costa habit anymore. We don't, yeah. Because we've got Barista Phil. If the cost room, we can shut down, you'll know why. We've stopped <laughs> going. I mean, Phil. to be fair, we were on first name terms with the manager, so um, I think, did we mention the fact that he gave us a free drink at Costa the day before the babies yeah, were born? we shouldn't have said that. He might why? have been allowed to do. He might have been sacked. Might have got rid of him, given the boot. Because the Costa owner listens to our podcast. Oh, right, yes. Potentially. <laughs> and um, that, that manager at Costa, Wigan Robin Fark, is, uh, oh, there's two. It's, it's fine, there's two, there's two costas on Robin Park at Wigan, so they'll yeah. Wigan. Could be either of them. Well, what I was going to say was, anyway, a more important thing, is that what you're getting me for my birthday, do you know? No. 
But you've had a good three minutes. It's all right, because the coffee one came to me one day like a light bulb from nowhere, and it was oh, the best good. idea I've ever had. So no doubt I'll have another one of them in the next month. Another coffee machine? <laughs> I don't need two. <laughs> the thing is, as well, I can't buy you all your fandangle bits for your coffee machine because I've no idea what you want. I'll uh, accidentally leave my laptop screen open with all my <laughs> fandangle bits that I want. And I'll go, oh no, did you see them? I know you want a tamper, but I don't know what. What was it I was doing the other day? It really made me laugh. I was uh, I was on the laptop and as Jan Jan is Jan. Well, that's actually ironic for the story I'm about to tell. As I, as you sat down, I shut my laptop screen and you went, "What are you hiding from me?" And when I opened it, it was something really boring, wasn't it? it was I had like, already seen it. Like a training plan or something. It was just the way that you did it. It looked really funny. Like, it was literally as I sat down, I was like, "What?" I literally caught what you were looking at. Um, it was a, a workflow email workflow. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was really, really like menial and yeah, boring. And, yeah, anyway. Um, but then the thing is, so my auntie said, what does Phil want for Christmas? Like, oh, we're getting him a coffee machine. Can you get him some coffee beans? Because, like, he won't twig. I'll just say that, like, you thought of the idea that, like, you knew he liked coffee and you just yeah. get him some coffee beans because he's got, like, a grinder and stuff, so it won't be out of the ordinary. So because she doesn't live nearby, she came, like, a couple of weeks before Christmas and gave you a present, and then literally every day, about four times a day, Phil talked about how he wanted a coffee machine. Yes. Decided that he wanted a coffee machine. It was different to the one we'd already bought him. <laughs> I mean, it was just a different brand. It wasn't like it was a different coffee machine. It was literally... If you put them but next you, to each other, you wouldn't know the difference. You did mention how much you wanted that one several million times before I gave it to oh, you, so I was proper paranoid. No, the one you've got me is absolutely spectacular. Yeah. And I'm buzzing. Anyway, this week... Copy these five steps to guarantee you succeed with your 2024 goals. I know some people have set them. Um, I know some people potentially haven't set them because the you, you might have hit a point where you're like, Do you know what, I don't have my goals anyway, what's the point? Um, so this could potentially help you as well. I know, obviously, as Jen said, it's the 8th of January. If you're listening to this when it gets released, you might be at a point where you're like, I'm doing all right. Well, that's great because this is just a good opportunity to just check in. A, which one of these are you already doing? Like, which of these steps have you already done? Because if you're already doing some of them, that's probably why you're doing really well. Um, and B, which ones aren't you doing? So that you can then go, hang on a minute. Well, yeah, I'm doing well, but I'm not doing that thing. And actually, that does sound like it would make it easier or better, or it will be more likely that I um, succeed. So there are plenty of reasons to keep listening, irrelevant of whether you have or haven't set goals for 2024. Now, I think the most common thing that happens is uh, people get to like either the end of December, beginning of January, depending on when you set your goals, and you kind of just forget about them. Like you get to the middle of January, like, oh yeah, I was doing that thing, wasn't I? And it's not that you forget that you was, for example, trying to lose weight, but you might forget the actual goals that you'd set that were going to help you try and lose weight. Um, so it's kind of like there was no real kind of like uh, specificity around what you was going to do. It was like, yeah, I was going to do this thing, and now it's the middle of January, and I've not done it. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And I think the big thing we want to do to begin this podcast, even though we're about 20 minutes in already, is to actually normalize that feeling. Like that is so normal, but it might not be normal for the reason that you realize. It's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with your effort, your discipline, your motivation, or anything like that. It's all because you've probably just not been taught how to do it. Because a lot of diets, let's just go with weight loss programs, that type of thing, they set goals in the very wrong way. And because of that, it makes it near impossible to succeed. And the reason they set them in the wrong way, because they use very old school methods, you've probably heard like SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, where it's like specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and timed. And like some of those things are okay, but in general, a lot of those things actually make it less likely to happen. 
um, because of the way it's set. So if you're using that method, scrap it, use this one. Um, but ultimately, this podcast is going to allow you to guarantee you succeed with your 2024 goals. So, Jen Williams, step one of five. Step one is really thinking about how many goals you set yourself. Now, I've seen this so many times, and I've done it myself so many times, of like just having a giant list of things that you want to achieve. And I think that is the, the best way to not achieve any of them. <laughs> so, you can have as many goals as you want, like, absolutely. But pick a maximum three to work on at once. And I say a maximum because sometimes our headspace can only handle the capacity of like one or maybe two goals. Think about where your life is at right now. Are you at a sense of calm where you feel like you can push with things? Or are things feeling a little bit more difficult, a little bit more challenging? You you want to give yourself a bit more space to work on maybe less and make sure that that actually happens. But what... The, the, the danger is if you go more than three, you're not going to achieve any of them. And and the goal of this, on the, the goal of this podcast, pardon the pawn, is to make sure that you do achieve these goals. So try to just refine them as like, right, okay, I'm going to work on this one or this two or these three um, first before I move on to X, Y, and Z. So think about the ones that are either going to make like there might be certain things that you want to work on that would make other things easier so work on those those ones first or there might be certain ones that you think will have a greater impact on your life work on those first just get really specific on how many you're working on just to be really clear as well because this is a conversation that i know me and jen have had a lot if you're trying to for example lose weight your goal isn't to lose weight like that's not like if you're like yeah but i've only got one goal it's weight loss Yes, but what is it you're doing to try and lose weight? Oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to eat healthier and I'm trying to move more and I'm going for a walk in the morning and I'm going to go for a run on a Wednesday and yoga on Thursday and I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I'm trying to increase my vegetables and I'm trying to have more water. And it's like, whoa, that's nine goals already. Like each one of them is a goal. Weight loss isn't the goal. So it's like try not to see the big overarching end result as the goal. That's not your goal. So when GN says maximum three goals, it might be, drink more water, have more vegetables, get out for a walk or something like that. Like, be really specific with what these goals are. Yeah, we've talked about that idea that like you get goals and wishes. Wishes yeah. is your the weight loss because that's the thing that you don't have control over. Like You cannot dictate what the scales say when you jump on them. Like There are factors outside of your control that are going to impact that. So that's a wish. It, no, is it dreams and wishes? It's whatever you want it to be, Jen. But... Is it dreams and wishes? Goals and dreams. And Goals and dreams. Goals yeah. and dreams. Dream. Yeah. yeah, the dream is the <laughs> dream is the weight loss, and then the goals are the things that you, like Phil said, can control, and that's what we like. So check in with your goals. Like, do you have physical control over the goals that you set yourself, basically? Yes. And then step two: make sure that these goals are things that you are going to go and do, not things that you don't want to do. So, like for example, and this is a big one: uh, I'm gonna have no screen time or I'm gonna like reduce my screen time, or I'm gonna be on my phone less, or I'm gonna stop scrolling. I've seen the words stop doom scrolling maybe a billion times already. That's not a goal. That's not something you can go and do. You can't go and stop doom scrolling. Like that's not something you can go and achieve. Like you can't go and stop doing something. And therefore it doesn't happen. So what you need to do instead, if you do want to stop doom scrolling, if that's your thing, if you're like actually, yeah, but Phil, the thing is I do wanna reduce my screen time. That's fine, you're allowed to want to reduce your screen time but the goal you need to set needs to be what you're going to do instead 
So for example, you might say to yourself, I'm going to read before I go to bed. And I'm going to set a downtime timer on my phone that will switch all my apps off at 9.30. So at 9.30, um, an alarm goes off and says, uh, you know, turn your phone off or go into airplane mode or put your phone face down and read a book. That's a goal. That's something you can go and do. Now, if you go and do that, if, if at 9.30 every night, it's going to be different for everyone, but if at 9.30 every night an alarm goes off, tells you to turn your phone over and read a book, and you do that every single night, you will reduce your screen time. If you go into every day going, I'm going to reduce my screen time, you might do it on day one and two, but I guarantee you by day three you doom scroll in at midnight. Because it's not a goal, it's something you can go and do. So take a look at the goals you've set, if you've already set them, and look at, are they things that I can go and actually go and do? Can I actually go and do that, or am I telling myself to not do it? Like, for example, like, eat less unhealthy food. Um, that type of thing, like, that's not something you can go and do. Stop having takeaways. That's not something you can go and do. Like, what are you going to do instead? What are you going to replace that thing with? That's the goal you need to set. I was actually having a conversation with a client about this this week. Um, and she was like, TikTok is, like, ruining my life. Like, I can't get off it. So I went and had a little look. And there's a feature on TikTok that you can set a time limit for yourself of how long you want to be scrolling in one go. So you can set it as like low as like five minutes scrolling and then it, it will notify you. And then you can also set a time limit for the day. So you could set like, I only want to be on it on, in total in the day for one hour um, and it notifies you. I know you can do the same on Instagram as well because I have, um, if I sometimes leave my phone open uh, without locking it on Instagram, I must have a 30 minute one set because after 30 minutes it says, you've been on Instagram for 30 minutes. Do you want to take a break or something like that? Um, so having those little reminders can be really helpful to just step away if you're trying to look at reducing your screen time. Yes. So then step three is setting a realistic time frame for your goals. So have a little look at what you've written down. It might be that you said, right, I'm going to achieve this by the end of the month. But what I want you to consider is that, is that actually possible? For example, if you are saying like, right, okay, in January, I'm, I'm going to eat healthier. If right now, none of your meals look that healthy, then it is pretty impossible for you to say that by the end of January, you are going to eat healthier. Because what it's going to do is it's going to actually ask you to require you to change your meals or change all of your meals overnight. And that is a huge overhaul. And a huge overhaul like that is impossible to stick to because we're changing too much at once. We only have a certain capacity for the amount of change that we can handle in one go as humans. Like that's not because of you or who you are. Like we just can't do too much change at once. It's it's not realistic. It's it is impossible. Um and we can't then stick to it. Instead, what you can do is think about, right, in January, I'm going to focus on, I always start with breakfast when I'm doing this with clients. So because most of us tend to have one to three breakfasts that we'll eat in in the hall. And what you can think about is those one to three pre breakfasts that you typically eat. How could you think about what you're eating right now and start to add to that? So for example, if you're eating cereal in a morning, could you switch out the milk for a protein yogurt? put your cereal as a topper on the protein yogurt, add in some fruit and some nuts, and therefore you still got an element of that, or even have your milk and then add the protein yogurt in a little bit later on to give you a little bit of protein. But um, it is just thinking about what you can add to what you're already eating to in improve the quality of the food that you're eating and adding that little bit more nutrition. 
bonus if it happens in your dinner and your tea as well but the expectation is that you are only going to try and do it for your breakfast initially and you're going to look at what you already eat and think about adding to that rather than completely changing things right now um so it's just that little shift in rather than trying to do it all at once it's just focusing on the one thing and then when that's going pretty well you can just add in that next layer i think step four is a really good kind of explanation for step three as well just having to think about it and i know a lot of the time when we say you need to set like realistic time frame for goals and as jen's just said you don't want to try and overhaul everything and if right now you know you was going to have let's say you have three meals a day over a 30-day period and you're going to have 90 what you would consider to be unhealthy meals it might not be the case it could have been like 60 but let's say you're going to have 90 but you've decided now you're going to have 90 healthy meals like it's such a big jump so when we say well actually you know why don't we start by just changing breakfast it then becomes yeah but that's not enough like if i if only my breakfast is is what i would consider to be a healthy meal i'm not going to achieve my goals therefore they need to all be there we understand that but if you get to the end of january and you had three days that were healthy, and then the next 28 weren't because you couldn't stick to it, then you're still not gonna achieve your goals either. Whereas if you get to the end of January and you're like, do you know what, I've smashed my breakfast. My breakfast every single day has been absolutely bang on. Really and you feel it. better because you're eating better yeah. quality food as well. Yeah, I've nailed it, it was really healthy, I feel better, this is amazing. Right, February, I'm gonna work on my dinners. And then you spend the whole of February working on your dinners. And then you get to March and you're right, now I'm gonna work on my teas. So by the end of March, You've absolutely nailed it. Every single meal, which, I mean, I would argue the case that that doesn't need to be the the actual result anyway. Not every single meal needs to be absolutely perfect. But let's say by the end of March, you've smashed it. And you go, yeah, but that's too long. That's 90 days away. Right, okay, I understand that. But your other option is in 90 days time, you had three days at the beginning in January where you smashed it and then didn't for the rest of the month. Three days at the beginning of February where you smashed it and then didn't for the rest of the month. Three days at the beginning of March where you smashed it then didn't for the rest of the month. It's now April and you're exactly where you was on January the 1st. How is that quicker? You are not anywhere different from where you was in January. So 90 days might seem like slow progress, but it's a lot quicker than not moving anywhere at all, than being in the exact same place, which is why step four is to break them down into small steps. And you can do this with absolutely everything because it's absolutely okay if your goal is to have something that you want to work on for a few months. In fact, I would say it should be. We really, and I know this is difficult to hear sometimes, but we shouldn't be achieving our goals in 30 days 30 days isn't enough time we are quite often if you are li- if you're listening to this podcast there's a very good chance you're trying to unpick habits of a lifetime things you've been doing for 10 20 30 40 plus years why are we trying to unpick that in 30 days it's not going to happen it's too it, it, it's not enough time for you to be able to do that that's why breaking it down into a smaller goal is going to make it more likely for you to stick to now at the same time we don't want it to be too small it's not like, right, January, I'm just going to work on one of my breakfasts. Then in February, I'm going to do two days of good breakfast. Then in Feb- in March, I'm going to do three days. Like, that's not enough. You're not going to be motivated to do that. That's not going to get you anywhere. It's going to take you 150 years to get to a point where every single day is where you want it to be. It needs to be small enough that you can do it, but of course, big enough that you actually want to go and do it because it's going to make a change. But you can do it with things like steps as well. If right now you're someone who isn't really walking much, let's say you're doing, I don't know, 500 to 1,000 steps a day. You're not really doing as much as you need to. And you set yourself a goal of, right, I'm going to do 10,000. Well, great. That probably will help you achieve your goal if you did it every single day consistently moving forwards for the rest of the year. But you're probably unlikely to keep it up because it's such a big change. You're doing 10 times what you're currently doing. 
So you was doing a thousand, now you're doing 10,000. That's a huge difference. You was gonna do 30,000 steps in January, but now you're aiming for 300,000 instead. That's such a big leap. Your first goal might not even be a step target. It might be that just you're just gonna start each day with an intentional walk. You're just gonna get out the house, you get out the front door, just go for a walk. It might be five minutes, it could be an hour, it doesn't really matter. It's just that's your first goal. Once you've done that, you can then build upon that in February. The key breakdown here is to actually break down your goals into smaller steps. You don't have to achieve your 2024 goals in January. Think about what's a smaller version of that? What is enough that I know that tomorrow I can go and get it done? That's a key question to ask. Gosh. So, um, step five is reviewing them each week and each month. So, the worst thing we can do is set some goals, put them down on a piece of paper, and then just keep saying every single week, oh, I didn't do that, I'll do it again next week. Oh, I didn't do that, I'll try again next month. That is the quickest way to get to you beating yourself up and feeling like you can't do it. Instead, what we want you to do is spend some time at the end of each week and each month to get really curious about how you got on with your goals. So if you met them, absolutely amazing. Think about how you can extend that and add another little small step. Think about why that worked really well and think about how you can do that again to just add that next layer on. If you didn't, that's all right. But like I said, instead of getting really critical about it, try to get curious. This is one of my favorite phrases when I'm uh, working with the ladies that I work with is getting curious rather than critical. Because it was so easy to jump to, I'm rubbish, I'm pathetic, I couldn't do it, I'm not good enough, etc., etc. But actually, when we take a step back and we think, okay, I didn't do that, that's all right, but why did I not do that? What was getting in my way? Do Did I maybe go too far too quick so for example am I currently doing 1,000 steps and I asked myself to do 10,000 steps the day later like was it too big of a leap or was there something else that was getting in the way um, of making it happen so for example it might be that you're you're like oh do you know what I planned all my meals out for this week and I didn't even stick to it I had like three takeaways so instead of beating yourself up for having the takeaways, think about, right, why did I reach for the takeaways? Was it because that um, I, I got in, I was absolutely shattered and I planned this really complicated meal that I didn't even really want and I just couldn't be bothered making it? Or maybe you had planned something in that was super healthy, you were, you were like, yeah, this is great, it's really aligned with my goals and you actually got to it and you were like, I don't want that in any way, shape or form. If if it's one of those, what we can then do is turn our goal into, right, okay, this week when I plan my foods, I'm actually going to plan in foods that are quick and easy to make and that I actually want to eat and look forward to eating. Because if there is a, if there is no joy in the foods that we are eating, we're not going to keep eating them. So even if you are eating healthily for a month, if you're not enjoying that, it's not going to stick around for the rest of your life. So you're going to go back to the foods that you did used to eat and therefore return back to um, probably the weight that you were because that's we know food is such a huge part of that. So instead, let's focus on the things that we... Phil is currently taking a picture of me in my dressing gown whilst recording this podcast because it is so freezing in this conservatory. Um, but yeah, focus on the thing that you... Like we said before, it's coming back to that idea of... Can you control what you're doing right now? Or what is the reason that you're not achieving what you set out to achieve this week? And how can you break that down a little bit further? Perfect. So, step one to five. 
make sure you pick a match. I thought you were stopping there. Of three goals at once. That's step one. No more than three goals. Step two, make sure there are things that you can go and do, not things that you don't want to do. Step three, make sure you've got a realistic time frame for your goals. Step four, break them down into smaller steps. And then step five, as Gem was just saying, review them each week and each month. If you can do those five steps, if you just copy those five steps, we guarantee you will see succeed with your goals in 2024. And as always, if you're struggling with any of them, DM Jen at, uh, DM at Jen. I'm very wooden with that. No, not wooden. What's the word when you've not done something for a while? Uh, rusty. Rust, very rusty. If you are struggling with any of those steps or all of those steps, DM at Jen, body, brain, belief. And Jen will help you with any and all of those yeah. steps. I was just going to say as well, like um, one thing that I focused on last year that really helped me was like working on my, like what was really important to me in life. So like my values, like what, what made me happy, what made me feel content, what made me feel really satisfied and fulfilled and what I found that all of that stuff that we've just talked about above became so much easier when I was really aligned with doing stuff in my life that made me feel good so if you want to take some time thinking about that in order to that that's like your your, your kind of next step above that of like right okay I've got my goals but if we can bring the value stuff into it as well, that's where you're really thinking about how you're going to make these goals last in the rest of your life now. Um, so if you want, we've got a little document that um, we work through on that. So if you want a copy of that as well, just pop values in the in my DMs and I can send you that as well because I think that five goes really nicely. Yeah, five questions that help you to kind of think about what's important to you um, and can be really powerful to go alongside goal setting. So just drop me a little DM with values and I'll send that to you to do alongside this. Right, Jen, put me on the spot. On the spot. Right, okay, Phil. What I forgot my question Christmas five present? minutes ago. <laughs> no. What was your favourite Christmas present? Was it the coffee machine that I got you? Um, no. I don't know why I'm doing it in Reggie's voice. No, I don't. Um, that's Reggie's voice, by the way. I don't know if I've ever done that on the podcast before. So many times. Have I? Yeah, Jen, right. on that episode, a billion, like loads you've done. Oh, it. sorry. Uh, so, my question. Mm. What habit do you think I should get rid of in 2024? Morning at me. <laughs> See you all next week. Stop being mean. Pick one. I just did. Oh, right. Is <laughs> that your genuine answer? Stop moaning at me. I don't moan at you lords, do I? Um, Someone no. would call me Mona the Vampire. No, you don't, actually. Uh, I've got better at morning. Shall I tell you what habit you should get rid of? What? When you're closer to something than I am, <laughs> stop asking me to get it for you. Because you know you do it as well. <laughs> Jen can be within arm's reach of something. I can be in a different room. She'll shout at me and I'll come in and she'll go, you just pass me my bottle. I'm like, it's literally, cl- you could reach over for that. Like, you could reach for that bottle and get it for yourself. I've now walked into this room. It, like, I could be in the middle of the washing up, so it's not like I'm just chilling. Mm. Jen, Jen when, what did you do once? There was once she was doing something like, you was watching TV and eating like uh, a biscuit and I was in the kitchen doing the washing up and you shouted me in and was like can you pass me my water bottle I was like it's closer to you and you're sat watching TV so in realistically you should probably get up and get it anyway even if it wasn't closer to you because I'm in the kitchen doing the washing up and I was just like this is this is chaos so there's two things about this one one sometimes I do it by accident and I've started realising that I'm doing it and like come on Jen just do it yourself and mm. I do. Like, I asked you to get the menu the other day in the shop, and I was like, Jen, it's closer to you. Just get yeah, it behind you. <laughs> I realised I was doing it. It's I pulled so myself funny. off, it and then I did it. it. It just made me laugh that, like, 
The menu was literally behind you. Can you go and grab us that menu? It's because you already stood up. And then I was oh, like, no, even if you already stood up. I disagree then. If I'm already stood up, I wouldn't. I, that's fine. If you're but it was down, still closer to me. Yeah, it was you. So I that's just myself. That's just one that I would understand, though. If I'm stood up and you're sat down and you're like, Phil, can you grab me that? I'm like, yeah, because it's easier for me to just walk over. Right, well. That's so, not, I, don't you, I am working on it. <laughs> but then sometimes I do it on purpose just to see how much I can get you to do. <laughs> Because Phil's more delightful human you've ever met, more often than not, we'll just do it. It's funny about times, Jen says to me, you can say no, and I'm like, yeah, I probably could, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that. Literally, you'll complain about it, and I'm like, if you said no, I would have just done it. I don't, the thing is, I complain whilst I'm doing it. <laughs> Why am I walking in here, getting this bottle and passing it to you, whilst I'm walking in there, passing the bottle to you? Why do you always want to I'm working ball? on it. I'll try and, I'll we'll review this in 2025 when we're still doing these podcasts in yeah. January. Do you know what's funny? Um, if we listen back to last year's and that was the question you asked me and that was what I said. Imagine. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't because I, I feel like we may have talked about that on the podcast before. That That's one of my terrible habits. Yes. I'm getting better though. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> I agree. That was too slow. I didn't agree. Answer better. Answer better. No, answer quicker. Answer quicker. Mm. Answer better. That's a Friends reference for anybody that... I've watched Friends recently. I haven't read it. We're on Grey's Anatomy now, aren't we? Yeah, best best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I have finally got Phil on Grey's Anatomy, mainly because I just decided that I was going to get Disney Plus because I've not watched the last three seasons because I didn't know where to access it. Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to get it. And then I persuaded Phil to start from the beginning with me as well. That's class. I'm in. Yes. I'm fully in. Right, that is it. Go set your goals if you've not done so already or go review your goals um, and see how many of those five steps you are ticking off already. Whatever you're missing, add it in. And if you want that little document or any help, then just pop me a DM. Other than that, have a good one. And we will catch you all next week. Ta-da!